Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives keep us playing small and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to dive into how to embody your authenticity and show up for yourself no matter who is watching. I know a lot of us, it's challenging to be our true self and to speak our truth and to be living our life for ourselves all the time because we have all these external factors in our life. We don't maybe necessarily have the confidence to be authentic and express our beliefs and express who we truly are at our core. So today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how to start embodying your authenticity, how to really find your authentic truth and ultimately start learning to live your life with that confidence. So stay tuned for this episode. And start learning to live your life at a level of confidence where you feel so secure in who you are that you can start embracing your authenticity and continue living your life in your truth for yourself. So stay tuned. Let's get into the episode. All right. Authenticity. Such a powerful word in my vocabulary. It's actually been my entire word of the year in 2021. And the reason why I say that is because I think to be truthful, not everybody lives an authentic life because we're so wrapped in other people's expectations of us. We're so wrapped in the identities with other relationships that we have and things in our life that sometimes we get to a place where we're just running on autopilot. We're running in a place of who am I and what do I want in my life and am I actually living my life for me or am I living for other people's expectations of me? So today I want to just start diving into what authenticity actually is and I can only speak from my experience and my journey But authenticity to me is living in your full truth, feeling confident and secure in who you are, and ultimately living your life for you. That means no one else is influencing you on how to live and how to work and how to make decisions for yourself in your life because ultimately 
when we allow other people to influence us, aka maybe society, our friends, our parents, our family, right? We start to get so caught up in what they want for our life and we start to subconsciously live our life around those standards. And I want to redefine what those standards are because I used to be somebody who was so wrapped up in all of that, wrapped up in my friends and what they were doing with their lives and wrapped up in society of going to college, getting a degree, working in corporate America to living on my own, moving 2,500 miles away in LA and left everything that I knew behind to essentially work for myself and create my own company and living such an unconventional life. And I had to realize through my experiences that I was not living for myself. I was not living in my authenticity. And I had to rewire my mindset, rewire my belief system. And that's where I really think it starts is really understanding and asking yourself the ultimate question of, Am I actually living my life for me? Can I truly say I am confident and secure in the woman or the man that I am today? Do I feel like I'm living my life around my values, my belief systems, my purpose, my passions? And if you get to a place where you're starting to question that, that is the ultimate place of You are not living your authentic truth. And maybe that's a time for you to explore who you are and explore what authenticity means to you. Because you guys, if you're listening to this and you're saying to yourself, I don't know if I'm living for myself. I am questioning my decisions. I am questioning my my life choices or my career or my relationships. That's a question to dive inward and ask yourself, How can I start living in in my authenticity? Is this something worth exploring? Am I ready to maybe do the inner work, do the self-healing, do the personal development to start understanding who I am? Because we have to start thinking about when you start thinking about your authenticity and your true self-expression and your morals and your values and your belief systems you start to really think about what you are attached to and identifying with. Like when I said in the beginning of this is ultimately asking yourself the question of, am I living for others' expectations? Like our family, our friends, society. And if you say yes or partially, then you've actually been identifying with those people and things and beliefs. So in order to actually start identifying with your truth and authenticity, you have to start like peeling back those layers and really doing that self-exploration to understand who you are. And for me, last year was a huge year for me to discover who I am. I peeled back so many layers through my traumas and through my identities. I identified as someone who was only confident when I was around people who were less confident. I identified that, you know, I have childhood trauma with my father and, you know, that's only going to be 
giving me certain people in my life that can um, reflect that trauma. Um, I've identified with somebody who felt like she was not secure and confident in herself unless if she was at, at a certain weight. So if we start kind of going backwards a little bit, we can start realizing who we are identifying with and what we are identifying with to create that sense, that false sense of truth, that false sense of authenticity. And when I started doing that exploration and that self-healing, I started to realize like I really actually started to think for myself for once. And that might sound a little silly, but often, again, when we are identifying with our traumas or identifying with certain people or expectations or all these different responses, we start to realize that we are not thinking for ourselves. We're just so caught up on what's trendy or um, what society's doing or what's going to get me to this validation. So when we start to like peel back those layers and explore what we believe um, and explore our values and really kind of almost redefine them. For me, that was what I had to do. I had to redefine what my values are, what my beliefs, what my boundaries were. That's another one, huge one. Um, And when I started to actually like understand what I wanted in relationships, what was a yes and what was a no for me in, in a work setting boundaries or setting boundaries with a family member, whatever that was, it started to really feel good. It started to really start defining my expression of myself and I felt confident in expressing that. So authenticity is honestly really understanding who you are and what you want and being confident enough to get that and ask for that and then receive it right so it's really learning how to show up as yourself when everyone's watching you when you're going against the grain when you're living an unconventional life because you feel like it and you're doing things for your happiness and fulfillment not anybody else's expectations so I really want to start diving into a little bit of how you can start living your authentic life and feel confident in it because it's such a journey and there's like little steps that you can start doing that can start embracing your truth but it's really giving yourself that confidence to start like living through it and feeling like you are the creator of your life because you are this life wasn't given to you And you don't have to just live it because this is how you've been living it, right? When you feel like something's off or feeling like something's not really genuine, you know, that's your body's cue telling you that you're not in alignment with yourself or this isn't in alignment for you. So when you can start tapping into that and feeling confident to go with it, that's when you're really going to be able to allow your true self to shine through. So the first thing I want to talk about is creating your own belief systems for yourself. I think that this is such a huge one when we talk about authenticity because we have to start thinking about the way that we've been conditioned. And a way to think about that is asking yourself maybe like, what is your mindset around money? How did your parents or your caregivers um, react to money 
and asking yourself, what are your beliefs? What have been your belief systems that you've adopted from them? Are they the same? Are they different? Um, thinking about their career path, right? What was their career path and what is yours now? Are you happy with that? Um, and thinking about everything that we're tied to, right? This belief maybe in religion, in God, in spirituality, like were your friends or your caregivers and, and your parents, did they have a belief in a higher power? If not, maybe you don't either, right? Or if you do, maybe they don't agree with you or maybe they do. So just giving examples of our belief systems that we've adopted from our childhood, from literally the time we've stepped out of the womb. So the first thing that comes with creating your own belief system is like really exploring yourself, really taking that time to educate yourself in whatever belief that is and really starting to peel back those layers of your identity that you've associated with when I just talked about this. And when we talk about our belief systems, we have to think about what we want to believe into. Um, And I think this is such a complex topic and definitely worth another podcast on but I just want you to start thinking about what you believe in and is it your belief or is it adopted from a parent or someone intimate in your life and do you want to hold on to that belief ultimately is what I'm getting at so maybe your parents for example um, have a belief around money that you need to work really, really, really hard and overextend yourself, not have a healthy work-life balance to have a sustainable income. And maybe subconsciously or consciously, you have lived your life around that, that you have to work really hard, you have to overextend yourself and that there is no time for play. It's only work. And when you can start like dissecting that a little bit, you start to understand Or maybe you're realizing like, okay, is this actually the only way to make a good living? Do I have to kill myself over my job? Or can I have a healthy balance, right? And for some of you, that resonates. And for me, I had to dissect a lot of my money mindset and my money beliefs. So using that as an example, we have to learn to consciously go back into these belief systems that don't necessarily feel like our truth and start discerning and understanding the difference between what is our belief versus someone else's belief and how can I start realizing and start embodying what I want to believe because like I said before, we are the creators of our life. It's just the conditioning that we've been under and what how we've grown up to really create the life that we we have now but it's not something we have to continue doing so when I talk about finding your authenticity and embodying that and showing up as yourself no matter who's watching that's actually peeling back those layers and really feeling confident in new belief systems and belief systems that you want to have for yourself and that you want to live your life around and creating boundaries and creating that confidence and that security and I don't care if I lose friends. I don't care if I'm living an unconventional life as long as I'm happy and I feel confident in that and learning to rewire your mind around you get to live for you. And if you don't feel like you're living for you, that's a place where you are attached to old beliefs that are 
playing out in your life and not giving you that happiness and your body is making you feel like, hey, something doesn't feel in alignment. And when you can start listening to that, that's when you're going to start creating your own belief systems and that's when you can start stepping deeper into your authenticity. So now let's dive into speaking your truth. This is so important because if we can't confidently deliver our truth or what our belief systems are or our opinion or our morals and values, guess what? We're actually allowing that other person to create our truth for us. Have you ever been in an experience where you're avoiding conflict because you don't want to say what's on your mind or maybe you don't tell somebody your difference of opinion because you're afraid that they're going to overreact and you just don't really feel secure in having that conversation. So a great place to start is really acknowledging if you do this, if you don't feel confident in speaking your truth or necessarily don't know how to deliver it in a secure and confident way. I find this a lot with my clients because it's so challenging for a lot of us, even my past self, to speak my truth because I was so afraid of rejection. And I think we all can say rejection doesn't feel good. But for a lot of us, rejection is like really uncomfortable and it really goes all the way to the root of like that fear of abandonment of like loss and that we're not good enough and that we failed, right? All of these other fears and insecurities come out when we talk about speaking our truth it's scary we don't know how the other person's going to react but in and honestly if we can't deliver our truth where else are we not delivering our truth maybe that's coming from a codependency part maybe that's coming from a people-pleasing part and if you can't learn to speak your truth and express yourself in a way that feels absolutely righteous to you then you're probably not being fully authentic in your life and with others. So something that I want you to think about if this resonates is how can I start speaking my truth maybe to myself, right? Like journaling down some things that feel true to you, Um, thinking about a past conflict you had with somebody and asking yourself if you really felt confident in how you showed up to that conversation or did you avoid it? And then start dissecting that a little bit more of how can I really feel confident in delivering this? And then breaking that down even further of what would I, what would have I said to that person if they weren't going to say anything back? And having that dialogue with yourself, that's a great place to start to feel confident in, in the delivering of your truth. Um, also doing the inner work, doing the self-healing to really unravel the root cause of you fearing this speaking your truth or expressing yourself or feeling confident in your conflict resolutions with other people. And ultimately, when you can start delivering yourself in a confident, secure manner, you're going to start living authentically And that fear of rejection that you might feel or abandonment or trigger or anything of that sort will start to really lessen as you can start stepping in because I really think that once we can start speaking our truth, we create boundaries. We start actually finding people that respect those boundaries and can hold safe space for us to deliver a 
conflict resolution or us, you know, maybe disagreeing with them and feeling okay to have that conversation. I think a lot of times it's so challenging because of our past that has affected us delivering our truth. So if you can start finding ways to deliver yourself in a more truthful way, you're one step closer to becoming more authentically you and discovering it's not so scary. The next part I want to talk about when it comes to being authentic is making decisions that align with your values. This is so important. Making decisions for you. Being able to think for yourself. Trusting yourself. Trusting yourself. I think that's so hard sometimes, especially, again, depending on how you grew up, what you're around, your environment, your, your society, all of those things. They start to think that we need them to think for us. We don't need to make a decision. They're going to make a decision for us. And then sometimes when that happens, we realize this doesn't feel good anymore. Okay, well, now what? Right? I've been living my life on autopilot for so long. So how do I start thinking for myself? How do I start trusting myself, my, my, my gut, my intuitive instincts, right? And that's something where you need to start diving inward of, of tapping into your intuition. I think a lot of people don't know how to listen to their gut because it's been turned off for so long because everybody else has been making your decisions. Again, I can resonate. Um, I never really felt super confident in myself to make my decisions. I had to ask every single person in my life uh, advice on whatever that was. And it was so hard because I wanted to do what I wanted for me, but yet I would ask other people. And if other people had a different opinion than me, then guess what? I went there because I wanted to be accepted. I didn't want to be the weird one. I didn't want to be the one that like went against the grain, right? So asking yourself if you're playing in that way and making decisions for yourself is the best place to start and something that can definitely help with making your decisions is learning to trust yourself. Like whatever decision you're faced, like start super small, like literally picking out something to eat and asking yourself, what do I want? What feels good for me instead of mindlessly going through that, like, oh, I'm going to eat this in the fridge versus this. And asking yourself and really taking the time to like think and say, okay, how would it feel if I ate this? What would it feel like if I chose this? And when you can start doing these like little acts of deciding for yourself, guess what? You're actually developing your intuition and you're developing your sense of trust to yourself. That's just a little example, but if you can start finding places where you can start making little decisions, guess what? It starts to transcend into larger decisions so that when you are faced with a big decision, who do you ask first? Yourself. Something that I'll always say is that your body will always give you an answer if you take the time to listen and if you've developed your gut instinct or your intuition your body will respond. It's just that we're so, again, conditioned to ask other people and make sure that it's okay with them. But is it okay with you? Does that feel good? Because if we're making decisions around other people, then how do we know if it's good for us? They're not living our life. We are. So that's a great 
thing to, to go into is if you ever find yourself asking for advice, which I'm not saying that's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just ask, I'm just saying is that if you're going to ask for advice, think about one, who you're asking, and two, this is affecting your life, not theirs. So take that with the experience of thank you. I appreciate what you're offering me, but I need to start thinking about how that's going to affect me and my life and how I'm going to feel if I make that decision. So then that leads into pursuing what you want in your life. This is ultimately so important because pursuing your passions and really figuring out what you want in your life, coming back to you are the creator of your life. You're not your generational trauma. You're not how you grew up. You're not the people in your life. You are you and you get to create your life for you. So once you can start really dissecting and doing a little work around who you are and what you like what you want what feels good what gives you fulfillment and love then you can start pursuing that and feeling confident in that I think truthfully like I think it's 80% of Americans hate their job 80% of America hates their job That is atrocious to me. And I feel authenticity is a part of pursuing what you love, pursuing your passions, being aligned with how you want to live your life. Maybe you want to be an unconventional entrepreneur. Maybe you want to work in corporate America and you love what you do because you're doing X, Y, and Z. I'm not here to say you should do one or the other, but I'm just really poking at you to just ensure that you're living fully for you and you're so passionate about what you do in your life. We can even talk about passionate about your hobbies. Feeling confident to pursue those. That's ultimately your authenticity. And again, once you start peeling back that layer and doing that self-exploration and taking that time to explore yourself, Your passions become alive. Your purpose starts to magnify. And for those of you listening, you're here to step deeper into your purpose, into your authenticity and your fulfillment and rewire your mindset. But asking yourself, is every part of my life filled with passion? My relationships, my career choices, my hobbies, my friendships, right? Pursuing your passions. I think that's so important. And a great place to start is just trying new things, you know. Um, I'm actually starting to get into dance this year. Um, I think it'll be fun. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to dance as I was a little girl, but to be honest, I felt really embarrassed trying that as an adult. Um, but that's a passion of mine is just I love the essence and the beauty behind dancing. So why can't I go dance? might be rejected or look weird, but I think I'm going to try that. That might be a new passion of mine. Passion with my career. You know, I wanted, I started in corporate America and, you know, really enjoyed what I did. And then I started to feel different about that. And instead of just, you know, dealing with it like the 80% of America does and just like sucking it up and dealing with it, I started to trust myself a little bit more, taking that risk on myself and being honest with like, I'm not happy. Am I, is it worth me leaving this to try something else? And that's what I think the important part of this is pursuing your passions is trying new things. 
Um, I'm really going to hone in on career because I think that's like a lot of us. We don't necessarily love what we do. And, you know, the question is like life is so short. Do you realize how short it is? If you were gone tomorrow, would you be happy? Would you say that I really live my life to the fullest, that I'm really living my life full of passion? And if you're in a place where you're saying, no, I want more passion in my life. I want to find my fulfillment. I want to find my purpose. Then continue doing the work to explore that. You know, that takes risk too. But if you're being truthful and honest with yourself, is that risk going to outweigh the feelings that you have now around lack of passion? Because once you start living in full abundance, passion, fulfillment, love, everything changes. You start to live your authentic truth and then you start to get to a place where you feel so confident in yourself to ask for what you want, get what you want, and ultimately start embracing who you truly are. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.